Up Close and Acoustic with 5440. 54.40 on London's classic rock station, Free 98.1. It is Ryan Valadron with you this afternoon, live from the Classic Rock Studios. Very, very, very stoked for this. These guys in here right now with us, they've sold over a million records worldwide. Their career has spanned over 30 years. And uh, with a lot of songs that you hear right here on our airwaves just about every single day, uh, myself and uh, all the Free Nation listeners in the studio are here with us. Make some noise. Very, very excited to welcome uh, Dave and Neil from 5440. What's up, guys? Ah, uh, we're good. How are you? Well, I think we're all doing great. Eh? You guys are all excited to uh, to meet the guys here. <laughs> you guys uh, just coming in from Kingston. You got a show at the uh, the London Music Hall tonight, and uh, you have a new album out too that came out on uh, January eighth, The Difference, which is uh, an acoustic best of album. Rather than make like a new record, what inspired you guys to do this kind of acoustic album with twists on some of your biggest hits? Well, we are making a new record. Uh, this is a two-record year for us, which is very rare because I don't think we've made a record now for three, almost four years. So uh, I don't know. We just we've been doing different versions of songs over the years to keep our fans interested and us interested in acoustic versions. And then Dave had this version of a song called "Crossing a Canyon" that he he sort of showed me, and I went, "That's really cool." So you know, we did that, and then. One thing led to another, and let's let's make a record of this, and then put 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 it out on the road. So we did that. Just kind of evolved from there. And if if you've listened to the new album, you hear some instruments you may not have heard on some of the previous fifty four forty albums, like a violin, a banjo, and a mandolin that make their way in. Yeah, and horns, and yeah, it's uh, we really wanted to try and frame the lyrics differently and give the uh, give the lyric a little bit of a different color. A little bit of a different mood, and it's been uh, it's been quite rewarding. After releasing the album, uh, I know it's always tough asking, you know, what track turned out to be your favorite out of all these songs with spins on them. But what do you think? Uh, once uh, once the album came out, what was your favorite one? What one were you most proud of putting a different spin on? I don't know. I mean, as Neil was saying, the the initial germ of an idea for this record was Crossing a Canyon. So. That's the one that started it all, so I'm a little attached to that. But at the same time, I think that all 10 of the tracks are very interesting reinterpretations of songs that people already know. Um, and it's been a great experience for us. And as Neil said, it's very um, it's a way of just keeping our fans, giving them a bit of a gift and keep them interested, but it also keeps us interested as well. That's good to hear, and I, I know I was talking to you guys uh, before uh, everybody came to the studio about you guys are in the middle of a, a five-night tour swing right now. You guys have been doing this for over 30 years now. That's a long time to be making music and running around the country. You know, uh, can you compare a show back to, say, like 1981 and that, that, that punk new wave era to, say, performing a show in 2016? What's different about doing a show now than then? A lot less panic. <laughs> it was it was, very, it was a lot of panic in those days. Plus, we you know I mean uh, that's one of the, maybe one of the reasons why we're doing this record is you know, to show how mature people can sing some of these songs. And you know when we first did them, we were you know a little bit younger and a little more uh, what's the word 
naive, maybe. <laughs> yeah. uh, and in '81, yeah, it was it was complete panic. Maybe transition from you know a cup of JD on stage to a latte. Yeah, something you know? like that. <laughs> something like that. Now, well, not not all the time. <laughs> 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 uh, the guys are on stage tonight, and uh, you know, uh, kind of continuing that thing. You guys are together a lot. Bands are together a lot, especially bands that have been together for over 30 years. You guys have to have some hobbies in your spare time where you can get your mind off what you do for a living. Like, for instance, Flea of the Chili Peppers, he, uh, he's a beekeeper. Did you guys know that? I had read that somewhere, uh-huh. Yeah. Do you guys have any interesting hobbies uh, like, like Flea does? <laughs> Anybody in your band? Well, we're all parents. And oh, that's, there you go. That's the ultimate hobby, isn't it? That, that'll, that'll soak up some time right there. Do you find it tough uh, being away from from the kids while you're on the road for an extended period of time? Absolutely. Do you schedule your tours in any specific way to be able to do some shows and then head home for a bit? Um, That's not so much of a concern, but obviously it's tough to be away from the family, especially if you have a young family like I do. Um, It's uh, tough on the kids and it's tough on me. It's tough on the wife, which makes it even tougher on me. Happy um, wife, happy life there, exactly. Dave. There you go. Um, so I don't know. Outside hobby, you got any hobbies? Neil walks the dog a lot. Yeah, I like the dog. I mean, I live in Victoria, so it's kind of, I ride. I have a road bike that I nice. like to ride a lot. I like doing yoga every other day, you know, typical Victoria stuff. <laughs> doing yoga, that's awesome. Yeah. Don't worry, I won't ask you to do any yoga moves in here. I that's could, right. but you wouldn't <laughs> Uh, we're chatting with Neil and Dave right now from 5440, and uh, they're going to be doing a show tonight, Unplugged, at the London Music Hall here in town. Tickets are still available. Going to chat more with you guys coming up, but uh, you guys are going to do a, a live tune for uh, the Free Nation listeners in the studio and all over London right now. Uh, what are we going to hear? We're going to hear uh, sort of an acoustic, well, not sort of, an acoustic version of Lies to Me. And this is probably the closest that the record version sounds like with just a guitar and a voice. Ladies and gentlemen, 5440. What is wrong with me? I'm not supposed to see Happy all the time But I'm willing to bet it doesn't matter yet As long as she doesn't mind Telling lies to me Lies to me And I don't want to know What she really sees And maybe it's not fair to to believe what she says And that's the way it goes sometimes And it can also go the other way I wasn't wide awake when she said to me Buddy, you're alright But I think she knows And I know that it shows I am confused all the time She lies to me Lies to me And I don't want to know What she really sees Lies to me She lies 
nice to me And I don't want to know what she really sees And maybe it's not fair to to believe what she said That's the way it goes sometimes And it can also go the other way I wasn't wide awake when she said to me That body alright But I think she knows And I know that it shows I am confused all the time She lies to me Lies to me And I don't want to know What she really sees Lies to me Lies to me I don't want to know What she really sees That is Neil and Dave of 5440 Live from the Classic Rock Studios. She lies to me ahead of their their big show tonight at the London Music Hall here in London. Tickets are still available if you want to check it out. Of course, uh, we opened up our door today and welcomed uh, all you guys. Uh, it's great to see you from the Free Nation. We have uh, we have some fan questions for you guys that we're, uh, we're going to get into. But I must say, uh, Ian over here. He's wearing a 5440 hat right now. <laughs> I met Ian uh, a couple summers back when we were doing our uh, free 98.1 patio patrol, and he told me how big of a 5440 fan he was, so I just had to invite him in today. But he, uh, he does have a question. Did you want to ask the question, or do you want me to? Um, come over here. Okay. Yeah, you come over here. Now, this was the song that you heard at the, uh, the Cactus Festival. Let's talk right into that uh, microphone. In Bala and in uh, Dundas at the Cactus Festival, mm -hmm. you guys were playing a song called Keep On Walking, I think it was mm -hmm. called. Yeah. Is that going to be on an upcoming album, possibly? Yes. Yeah, that's, uh, that's a feature song. And uh, we're about three quarters done the new record. should be out in the fall. It is an awesome Keep song. Keep on walking. Thank you. Yeah. I also so. saw it on Sessions X the other day. That's right. There's a Session X thing floating around, and there's a version of that on there, too. Yeah. I saw your daughter helped accompany that yes. handle. Yeah. Brilliant. She just called me. Yeah, I should have put her on, on speaker. <laughs> <laughs> Can't wait to hear it on the album. She calls me at the worst time. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, buddy. Uh, we had another question here from uh, Mike. I think there was a couple mics in here. Which, uh, which Mike... Uh, I'll ask this one for you. Uh, what was the story behind Ocean Pearl and Pirates of the Caribbean? Ocean Pearl and Pirates of the Caribbean? Yes. Well, I don't know how Pirates of the Caribbean comes into it. Oh, what? what, what uh, I thought that was on that movie. What movie is it in? I wish it was in Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> that would be awesome. Yeah. I'd be wearing much different clothes right now. <laughs> That's all right. <laughs> uh, Rick wanted to know, uh, what is your process for songwriting? Is it music first, lyrics first, title, like working backwards? Uh, well, we can go to Ocean Pearl on that one if you want. Uh, that was probably music first. We had that riff. 
uh, which was very cool. But then uh, one of the things I like to do or used to do is go to the library, into the reference section, and just sort of scan quotes and things that I, you know, may have read. And it's funny, you'd, you'd be surprised how many other songs, like Neil Young songs or Bowie songs or R.E.M. songs, are already quotes from years gone by, or they just sort of twist them here and there. So I was reading this thing, and it was a book that I had called... Uh, uh, Cockney British slang from World War One. You know, apples and pears mean stairs and all that sort of <laughs> stuff. You know, this sort of thing. Yeah. So I saw there was one for Ocean Pearl, and I just went, my God, that's really good. And no one's taken it yet. So Ocean Pearl means girl. So that's what I put to the riff, and it all worked nicely. Rick, is that a good answer? That's a, that's, that's a great that's answer. That's a pretty good answer. <laughs> and uh, lastly, we had one here from uh, Anne-Marie. She says, uh, uh, do you prefer acoustic or electric performance? Is there any difference in dynamics? Um, she means amp-wise when you guys are performing. Well, there's a massive difference in amps. <laughs> Oh, and she doesn't mean amp-wise. Oh, yeah. Yes, there we go. Sorry, it's kind of obvious, right? There we go. <laughs> So do you guys prefer uh, electric over acoustic, or well, like? they're they're different. Yeah. So 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 this tour is an acoustic tour, and we've done a few of these, and now we've consolidated, you know, new arrangements to the tune. So we get to feature the songs a little differently, but also um, because it is acoustic, it's a little more intimate. So we let mm -hmm. you get to know the band a little better, the personalities and the culture of the band. We talk a lot more, you know. We kind of we uh, it's more of a cabaret kind of thing. Then, uh, and what I mean by cabaret is we a lot of talking. Yeah. <laughs> and then the electric one, we just walk out with a swagger and kill you with our <laughs> rocking. Uh, well, thanks for the questions, you guys. Um, we're going to uh, get you guys uh, in some pictures and stuff, get you to meet the band. But before we do all that, I just want to ask you one question about uh, the new album that's out, La Difference, uh, of course, which is a nod to Ocean Pearl. So good one. Yeah. So how did that all come about? Out of all somebody the in the band didn't even know that until yesterday. There you go. <laughs> Rub it in. Rub it in. How did you I land? Only, I only know the lyrics that I have to sing to. <laughs> <laughs> He's the newest guy too. Yeah. So there you go. Uh, I, like out of the ten songs, was it just you know? Did you feel that was the biggest song for you guys, or did that have special meaning over all the others? In terms of. Um, well, deciding on the name for the new album, taking La Difference out of the lyrics for Ocean Pearl and putting it on the new album. Like, how did you decide that? Well, we were floating around different different references to our, our own stuff, you know, rather than just calling it Unplugged or whatever. And the, con <clears throat> excuse me, the concept of the two records is called Future History. So the next record will likely be called Future History. So the first one's history and the next one is future, but it's also going to be history. So... Um, once we realized that these versions were different, you know, that word just popped right into my head. Let's, let's just use it. You went with it. Yeah. And now the new album is out. It's in stores, iTunes, and as we were talking, it's on Spotify. Apparently so. Yeah. That's yeah. where I listen to it. Yeah, so it's up on Spotify. So you don't eat and buy one. Uh, well, you guys <laughs> gave me one. I just got burned by 5440. The state Ouch, of hey. the music business, fellas. <laughs> I, I will order one of those vinyl records. Oh, yeah, yeah. We have vinyl. They're supposed to be, have been here today, but they're not going to be here for a few more days or available, let's just say. So once the music stuff calms down a little bit, the next thing is doing a yoga DVD? <laughs> I could do that. <laughs> that is uh, Neil and Dave of 5440. Guys, a round of applause, and uh, thank, thank you. you guys for coming in today.
We're going to actually get you guys to lead us into the song right now, Crossing a Canyon. Can you tell us, uh, obviously you mentioned that uh, a few moments ago, but can you set this song up for us? Yeah, I mean, I was always intrigued with this song. I mean, this song was a was a very popular song for the band in the 90s. It was a, it was a hit single, if mm-hmm. I can call it that. And I was always very interested in the dichotomy between the lyric and the chord progression because the lyric, to me, was always very dark and the progression is quite bright. And that always intrigued me. Um, So I asked Neil one day what the song was actually about, what the lyric was about, and he told me. Mm -hmm. And it's actually about a conversation that he tried to have when when his father was fighting cancer. And as soon as I heard that, I thought, wouldn't it be interesting to try and support the track with a more plaintive, um, yearning type of chord progression that would frame the lyrics differently. And uh, when I, once I figured out what it should be, we, Neil came into a rehearsal and I said, you're either going to love this or you're going to hate this, but just hear me out, let's try it out. And, uh, and he loved it. And we put it in the set. It got a great reaction from people. And that was sort of the first gestation of what this entire album was going to be to reinterpret the songs and frame the lyrics just a little bit differently. That's great. And you can catch it on the, uh, the album La Difference, uh, of course, out now. Uh, you guys, uh, here we go. We're going to start the song here. Thanks again for, uh, for joining us in studio today. You guys have a great show tonight. And uh, another round of applause for 5440. Live from the Classic Rock Studios, here's Crossing a Canyon. <laughs> 